0: Bismillah rahman ar-Rahim Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa sallallahu wa barak Alal ashraf al-anbiya wa mursaleen Nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wasahbihi sahbihi Wa sallama taslima kathira Amma ba'd Fahyakum Allah jami'an wa barakallahu fikum Alhamdulillahi by the fadl of Allah Subh'anaHu Wa ta'ala wa ni'matihi he has facilitated for us that we are going to begin these series of lessons and lectures here in South Manchester and the, the theme and the, the intent behind these lectures is what is referred to as a ta'seel or ta'sees. Yani the affair of building the foundations foundations of the foundations in terms of Aqeedah, foundations in terms of the manhaj and alhamdulillah as uh, we discussed maybe those that have been in previous sittings we've discussed The importance of Aqidah in and of itself, no doubt, cannot be understated And before I continue, just to mention that we don't have a mic So I hope that the, the sound is clear for everyone that's here Including the sisters at the back as well uh, We don't have a mic at the moment, but Inshallah, the, the sound is clear but now the intent behind as mentioned the intent behind this is to build the foundations build the foundations in understanding the akida Salafiyyah, or manhaj salafi understanding the akidah of the of ahl sunati wal and the manhaj of the salaf al-salih. and the best way to do that is to go through the the texts which are as being the foundational texts in that regard, from them is a text that we are intending to go through in these sittings initially which is al al arba, the four fundamental or the four principles of shirk and so thus before that it's important to understand some uh, foundational affairs, the first and foremost is the importance of knowledge itself as the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He mentions مَنْ سَلَكَ Tariqan, يَلِي تَمِسُ فِيهِ إِلْمًا سَحَّلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ تَرِيكًا إِلَى الْجَنَّةِ whoever traverses upon the path seeking knowledge then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make the path to Jannah easy for him. The way that the path to Jannah is made easy for the abd, for the servant is that he's a person, he's an individual that he seeks knowledge and it takes from the benefit of that knowledge as Ibn Rajah he mentions that ilm is the ilm al once it's acted upon Our knowledge can only be regarded as being beneficial knowledge Our knowledge of the sharia can only be regarded as being beneficial knowledge once it's acted upon it's not a case of we merely just we merely just gather information we gather information for the sake of having it rather the intent behind knowledge is to seek knowledge and act upon that knowledge. Likewise Imam Ahmad rahimahullah he mentions from the thamarat of ilm from the fruits and the benefits of knowledge itself are the, is the amal, is the action. From the fruits and the benefit of knowledge is the action. And so this is what we remember when we, in these gatherings. In Allah Ta'ala mentions, Say Are those that possess the knowledge Those that have knowledge Equal in measure to those that do not Naam Likewise Allah Ta'ala mentions اللَّهَ مِنْ عِبَادِهِ ulama. Indeed those that possess Or those that have the greatest fear of Allah Are the ulama People of knowledge because no doubt, with knowledge increases, and with knowledge you increase knowledge of Allah wa Taala. When you increase knowledge of that, kibri of Allah, the grandeur of Allah Taala. When you increase knowledge of the grandeur of Allah and the reality of who Allah Taala is, then indeed it increases your fear of Him. And the one that has taqwa, the one that has fear of Allah, and acts upon that fear of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, this will become manifest when he has knowledge of Allah. And so thus, this is why we are in these gatherings and gatherings such as these. Now, we come to gatherings such as these first and foremost to increase in our, in, to increase in our knowledge so that we may act upon that knowledge. We do, not, we do not know what gathering we may be in or what piece of knowledge that we may attain from a gathering that may be the means of us entering the agenda entering or may be a means of us being saved from the fire. And so, we take these gatherings seriously. We take these gatherings of seriously. And so, with that, alhamdulillah, we intend, inshallah, is to go through some of these texts in Aqeedah, and some of the texts referring to the Malhaj of the Salaf as well, so that we may increase in our knowledge of this Aqeedah, we may increase in our knowledge of the manhaj, be well aware of the manhaj. Naam, because no doubt, al manhaj al is the Haqq. The methodology of the Salaf is the truth. and there's no doubt the truth is one. Messenger of Allah, الله عليه mentions He mentions, الله عليه وسلم, mentions, ومن منكم في mentions, صلى الله عليه وسلم whoever lives from you after you will see much different. Allah تعالى mentions Allah, is the wali' The protector of those who believe He takes them out of the darkness And leads them to the light Allah Ta'ala mentions the thulumat Either darkness as plural Because the means of darkness are many Whilst the nur Whilst that light is one He mentions it as singular Nur is one Because the means of light and guidance is one Either sabir al-haq Tawheed Sunnah the manager of the salaf is only one and this is the nur and so thus when we're seeking knowledge, we're seeking knowledge of this particular affair we're seeking knowledge of this particular affair we are seeking and wanting to be upon, the, upon that manhaj of salaf of the salaf along with that barakallahu fikum it's upon us to have knowledge of tawheed and this is why we are here within this dunya Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions and do not create the jinn nor the mankind except to worship me alone. And what we understand from any affair that we mentioned, we mentioned it previously as well And other lessons. That when it comes to any study in relation to Deen itself, From the first things we look at is its definition. What's the definition of this thing that I'm studying? And Tawheed is no different. And so Tawheed linguistically means al Yaj al Tawheed linguistically meaning to make something one. To make something one. That's linguistically. However, if you we were to say now Tawheed, I Tawheed of Allah, then it becomes problematic this definition. Because no doubt, Allah is not made one No, he's not made one It's not that another individual comes and makes Allah Ta'ala one If we say the definition of Tawheed, linguistically, is to make something one But then we say after that, the Tawheed of Allah You cannot now say that this is to make Allah one Because Allah Ta'ala is one By way of his that By way of him, in of himself, he's Al-Wahid He is one no, it's not made one by another individual However what we understand from this This word Can mean to make something Also it can mean And it's to hold the belief To believe And so when we say Tawheed now in relation to Allah then No doubt when we say the Tawheed of Allah It's to believe that Allah is one To have the belief that Allah is one And the definition of Tawheed when it comes to the Sharia, no doubt, is Tawheed is to hold or to have the belief that Allah Ta'ala is one in relation to his Rububiya, his Uluhiyya wa Asma wa Sifatihi, to hold the belief that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala is one in relation to his Lordship, in relation to the worship and the names and his attributes. The whole belief that Allah Ta'ala is one And so we have a Tawheed, a first and foremost Tawheed Rububiya Is the belief that Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala Is alone in His Af'al He Subh'anaHu Wa Ta'ala is alone in His actions He he is alone as a Wajal In the Khalq In the creation He alone creates He alone gives sustenance to the creation. He alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala, disposes of the affairs of the creation. And so this is the rubi of Allah. The rubi of Allah maintains that He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, gives sustenance. He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, creates. He, subhanahu wa ta'ala, provides and gives sustenance to the creation. That Allah, Jal is the one that disposes and oversees the affairs of the creation this is his rububiyyah and the tawheed of rububiyyah is that we single him out alone in that regard that we single him out alone in that regard likewise likewise in relation to the tawheed of of the uluhiya of Allah ta'ala, is that we single him out alone in terms of the worship so when we affirm that he is the one that created us alone He's the one that sustains us He subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that disposes of the affairs He's the Rabbul Alameen Then no doubt He's the only one worthy of being worshipped He azawajal is the only one that is worthy of being worshipped And so thus we state and we are, and we believe in relation to that That the Tawheed al is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone That we single out Allah ta'ala alone in ibadah Allah ta'ala is commanding us Wa'abadullah wa la shay'a." They worship Allah Taala Alone. I do not associate anything in partnership with Him. I like should in all here This affair of worship is for Allah Taala Alone, and it's something that we understand. It's something that we understand on a level by way of the Nusus, by way of the texts, and a level by way of the akul, by way of our intellects. Because if we were to say now that someone has given us something, someone gives us a present, for example, then. The lo- the logical response, in that which we understand by way of logic, and by way of adab, by way of, of by way of having the correct mannerisms, is that we have sugar. We are grateful for that. We thank them for that. And that's if that someone gives us one thing, a small item maybe, in comparison, or a small item if we if we put it in context. So then if we look at Allah, if we if we compare it now, and we and we ponder upon what Allah Taala has given us. By way of blessings By way of that which we have By way of the blessings that we cannot even enumerate Then upon us, no doubt, at that point, is a shukur and Upon us is to be from the shakir, from the shakiri To be from the servants of Allah ta'ala, That are grateful for these blessings And so due to that Upon us is Tawheed uluhiyah Because we know that Allah ta'ala is the only one that has created us And that's when the blessings upon us we know that Allah Ta'ala is the only means of our sustenance. Na'am. If Allah Ta'ala ordains for us to be sustained and written for and, and He has written for our, us our rizq, our sustenance and our provisions, then no doubt it's Him alone that is deserving of the Shukr in that regard. He alone is deserving of that gratitude. And so that's, this is why we are upon the Tawheed Al-Uluhiyah. And this is why we are commanded with Tawheed al and this is the affair that all of the prophets and messengers went to their respective nations with. Allah ta'ala informs us. Indeed, we have sent to every nation a messenger with the command of worshiping Allah ta'ala alone and staying away from the false deities. Likewise, you have the narration of the Messenger of Allah when he sent Mu'adhim al Jabal to Yemen. He said, Indeed, you're going to people of the book. So the first thing you call them to is the shahada of La ilaha illallah. Naam, the shahada of there's no deity worthy of worship besides Allah. Now or in another narration, and you allah In another narration, another wording, it says, I symbol out Allah Ta'ala alone. Now and the Muhammad Rasulullah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the Messenger of Allah. This was the command. From, Allah Ta'ala, from the message of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam to his companion Mu'adam al-Jabal you go to the people of the book so you make the first thing you call them to the shahad of La ilaha illallah what we understand from this first and foremost is that the call to Tawheed is the first thing that the Da'i calls to the Da'i, the one that is the caller, the one that is enjoying the good and forbidding the evil he calls to Tawheed first and foremost the Da'i the one that is enjoying the good and forbidding the evil begins with the aham, the most important of affairs. And then that which follows it in importance. The da'i, the one that is calling the people to the haqq and enjoying the good and forbidding the evil, he begins with that which is most beneficial for the people. So while the jabba was going to the people of the book, na'am, the people of the book at the time, no doubt, their khalal, their greatest deficiency was in tawheed. And so he began his da'wah with Tawheed. And this is what we begin the da'wah with. And this is what the foundations are built upon. If you ponder upon the stories of all the prophets. And the tests that they face. You ponder upon the story of Yusuf alayhi salam. For example. The story of Yusuf alayhi salam. Where he was imprisoned. When he faced harms from the ruler of the time. Or the ponder upon the affair of Musa alayhi salam. Where he faced the harms of Fir'aun. Now, What was the response of these anbiya? Or the Prophet, sallam, of course, Ben. The Nabi, alayhi salatu wasalam, Where he faced the harms of, of the people of Quraysh, the Mushukeen of Quraysh. To the extent where he sent some of his companions to Habashah. Sent some of his companions to Habashah. To escape the harms that they faced. What did all of these prophets and messengers do? without fail that they continue to call the people to Tawheed why? because Tawheed the Tawheed is the foundation and this is something which is different and the difference from what you see today when you see the people facing harms today what's the first thing that some of them turn to protesting what's the first thing you find them telling you to do boycott this and boycott that What's the first thing you, tell them you find them doing? Sign this petition Come online and sign this petition Sign that petition What's the first thing? What's the other thing you find them doing? Let's join together with these individuals That oppose the Haq So that we may defeat this harm that has come to us But this is not the way of the Anbiya All of the Anbiya When the harms came to them They just continue to call to Tawheed And this is the way of the Anbiya no doubt, harm will come to you. Harm will come to you when you're calling Tawheed. the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions Ashad al Al-Anbiya, thumma amthal fa The people that face the greatest amount of harms and trials were the Anbiya and those that like them and those that are like them Yes <laughs> They did not face harms just because they had the, the ism and Nabi just because they were known as a Nabi, as a Prophet or a Messenger. They faced those harms due to what they called to. They faced those harms due to being upon Tawheed and calling the people to Tawheed. So then we must reflect upon this, Barakalakfiq. If by them calling to Tawheed, as a direct result, they faced harms to the people, as a direct result, but they continued to call to it, some of them facing harms of being. Tortured, maybe some killed having their followers killed having their followers tortured being exiled from lands and they continue to call to that when you ponder upon that it's a clear indication of the affair that they are calling to i.e. Tawheed was an affair that was thameen something that had great value to it it was valuable because they continue to call to it no doubt the one that ponders would correlate between the calling and the harm and the one that has da'af if he says like if I keep on calling on the face faces harm you say, I'll stop calling I'll stop telling the people about Tawheed and I won't have this harm but because they knew of the nature of Tawheed and the strength of Tawheed and the value of Tawheed they continue to call cool. and the reality is that with Tawheed this is how you build nations. It's how you build communities. And this is the way of the Ambiya. Again, as we mentioned, the Ambiya they faced the harms. They faced the harms of the of, of particular communities or rulers at their time. But they did not begin there and they did not continue to start or they did not continue their dawah or change their dawah to talk about those rulers, for example. Or the harms of the people. And seek to build a community discussing these particular ills social ills rather their dawah continues to be upon Tawheed because this is what strengthens the people and this is the Tawheed of Uluhiya calling the people to worship Allah Ta'ala alone without any partners likewise from the third type of Tawheed is the Tawheed of asma wa Sifat the third is the Tawheed of the asma wa Sifat the Tawheed of the names and attributes of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala the Tawheed are the names and the attributes of Allah. The Tawheed, where we understand upon the principle, as Allah Ta'ala mentions, that there is nothing like unto him, there is nothing like Allah Ta'ala. And so when we understand the names and the attributes, the names and the attributes of Allah Subh'anaHu Ta'ala are free from any form of distortion, changing, now I'm likening it to the creation, rejection. We understand that these names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are unique to Him These names and attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are for Him alone and there's nothing like unto Him as Allah ta'ala mentioned in these ayahs There's nothing like unto Him, there's nothing like Allah ta'ala Nothing like Him when it comes to His names. Nothing like when it comes to His attributes, or the actions that He does And He then thus after that affirms that He's the all hearing, all seeing And that which He hears it is of everything. It is everything. And as she sees, is everything. Azzawajal. And so those from Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'a are upon that middle way. Ahlul Sunnati wal Jama'ah are upon aqtidaal, upon moderation in all affairs. Just as you find that the Muslims are upon moderation when it comes to the affair of Isa, for example, between Ahlul Kitab. You find the Yehud, they reject him in totality and reject that he is a Nabi Naam whilst you find the Nasara raising to the level of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raising to the extent of ibadah whilst the Muslim is upon it tida'al. Muslim is upon moderation the Muslim understands and he affirms that Isa salam is a Nabi but he's not worship. why? because Allah ta'ala, is the only one that is deserving of worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one that is deserving of worship so likewise when it comes to Allah Ta'ala they are upon the middle way when it comes to his Asma wa sifat when it comes to his names and attributes they are upon the middle and moderate way they understand that him, that he Azawajal he, that Allah jal is unique in his names and his attributes so they understand that he that we do not reject any attribute if Allah has affirmed an attribute or a name or for himself, we affirm it if we say if we, if we affirm the hand of Allah, we affirm the hand of Allah we affirm the eye of Allah, the eyes of Allah, we affirm the eyes of Allah we affirm the, if Allah Ta'ala mentions the shin, we affirm the shin we affirm these things Now, we're not from those individuals that reject these particular attributes for example if Allah Ta'ala has mentioned them for himself we don't reject them But we're not like the others as well that seek to compare these attributes to the creation so we don't go to one extreme where we, we reject them tot- in totality whilst we don't go to the other extreme where we compare them to the creation these attributes to the creation rather we affirm as them as they have been affirmed within the source within the kitab and within the sunnah, we affirm them as they have been affirmed and this is the way of Ahl sunnah jamaah when it comes to these names and attributes Likewise what I wanted to uh, discuss with yourselves as well In brief Is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Has created us for a purpose So first and foremost we understand That Allah azawajal exists Naam And the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Is affirmed by way of four things The existence of Allah wa ta'ala Is affirmed by way of four things Naam The first of them Is by way of the uh, By way of the the fitrah. So, our natural disposition affirms, and that that which has been placed within us, is that we are well aware that Allah Azza exists. <clears throat> and within our fitrah, we are aware that Allah Ta'ala he is alone. That He Azza wa is the only one that created us. He Azza wa is the only one that's worthy of worship. This is within our fitrah. He is Al A'la, He's the Most High. All that is, all that is within our fitrah. And there's something as well that is mentioned by some of the imma. Like when it comes to the affair of the fitrah and when you discuss Allah as a when the people discuss Allah, and they may even be individuals that reject the existence of Allah, but when they when they discuss an ilah, God, Allah, where they turn their basr to, where they turn their, their, their uh their sight to, when they talk about Allah. They turn, they look upwards. And the i imma some of the imma they mention, This is from the fitra of insan. When the fitrah of insan, even if you, 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 upon your tongue you deny it, upon your tongue you deny the existence of Allah, the eyes do not lie. When you look, you look up. Because you affirm that fitrah affirms Allah Azza exists. The fitrah affirms Allah Ta'ala is the Rabbul Alameen. The fitrah affirms Allah Azza is the one that is deserving of worship. The fitrah affirms Allah is Al aala Allah is the Most High. This is the first way we know of, exi- of the existence of Allah. The second is by way of the naql by way of the text itself the Qur'an and the Sunnah we look at the Qur'an and the Sunnah we know that Allah exists Allah Ta'ala has affirmed this when we stand in Salah we state Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen all praise is due to Allah, the Lord of all creation we affirm that Allah Ta'ala is the Rabbil Alameen the Lord of the creation and we affirm by way of all, all, all of the texts that have mentioned this as we mentioned previously there's nothing like unto him. Again, you're referring to Allah Azza So you affirm his existence by way of the texts that have come to Allah by Allah from Allah Ta'ala rather, by way of the Messenger of Allah or by way of al The third is the aql our intellect. Allahu has blessed us with intellect so that we may ponder upon his ayat, may ponder upon the signs. Naam And ponder upon the creation And when the individual In reality ponders upon the creation And he sees Naam from the creation All of its intricacies Then no doubt he affirms The existence of Allah He affirms that there has to be a creator Behind all the intricacies of the creation itself And his Atul accepts that And then the fourth The fourth is Al-Mu'ajizat the affairs of the miracles when miracles occur and anything that occurs which is in opposition to that, we regard, to that which we regard as being the norm or natural and miracles can only occur with the permission of Allah the miracles of the Anbiya and the Mursaleen or the Quran. if a Karama happens a particular miracle happens by way of someone which is from the Saleheed Then it is only with the permission of Allah that this occurs. It's only from the permission of Allah that this occurs. As it is affirmed the existence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So when a person has now affirmed the existence of Allah, then of course it does not end with that. Upon him is to know that Allah Ta'ala now he's affirmed that he's his Lord, his creator. Upon him is to know that he did not create him without purpose. Allah Ta'ala informs us though. I've not created a jinn on the jinn of mankind except to worship me alone. And that's what we discussed that. The affair of worshiping Allah Ta'ala alone. We've been created. And we've not been created without purpose. We've been created with the purpose of worshiping Allah. Na'am? And then when a the person affirms along with that that we've been created to worship Allah, know that Allah has not created us with this purpose and not told us how to do it. Rather He has sent Prophets and Messengers To their respective nations Informing them of What Allah Ta'ala alone And how to do so And for ourselves The one that was sent to us Is the final Prophet and Messenger The Messenger of Allah Muhammad Ibn Abdillah sallallahu And thus he mentions Alayhi salatu wa salam Alayka bi sunnati Wa sunnatu khulafa al-rashidin al mahdi min ba'di Addu alayha bin Nawaj upon you is my sunnah and the sunnah the rightly guided khula fa that come after me hold on firm to it with your referring to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah hold on firm to it with your I, his way is a way in which you should worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hence when he is why he states na'am in wit- relation to his in sa- relation to his salah pray as you've seen me pray pray as you me pray and the fact that this hadith, first of all, most this hadith is specific, he's discussing specifically the Salah. However, the scholars mention from them, Shaykh, Shaykh, Shaykh Abdullah al Bukhari, that this hadith also is in reference to the affair of or Sunnah generally, following the Sunnah generally. Because when you see the Prophet you see that you're praying as you've seen him pray. And in relation to ourselves by way of the narrations that we have on how he prayed. Right, because we follow him with each movement. We follow him with each of his statements. Each letter of his statement we seek to follow. And likewise, that's the case in all of the Sunnah. If we hear something read from the Sunnah, then we seek to follow that. We seek to follow that because we want to be from those that worship Allah as he as He should be as he, as he should be worshipped. We seek to follow that because we fear for ourselves now we fear for ourselves leaving off something from his Sunnah as mentioned by Abu Bakr siddiq Abu Bakr siddiq the closest the companions of the Messenger of Allah when yes. he mentioned I did not leave off anything from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu <laughs> so he says if I was to leave off something and if I was to leave off something from the Sunnah of the Messenger of Allah akhsha عَنْ أَزِيخُ and indeed I feared I would fear for myself that I would go astray and This is Abu Bakr sadiq, Abu Bakr the one in the Messenger of Allah وسلم, mentioned first and foremost when he said that he is in Jannah I mentioned him free from those that will be in Jannah from the Ashraf Mubashireen Jannah from the 10 companions that were guaranteed Jannah and he feared for himself leaving of something from the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah وسلم, and that being a means of him going astray so what about us? if that's the case of al-sadiq radiallahu anhu him fearing leaving of something from the sunnah what about us? when it comes to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah we should be those that strive to adhere to it as best we can in the best way possible why? because we do not know what action as we mentioned What action may be the action that enters us into Jannah We do not know what action may be the action that saves us from the fire So we seek to follow the messenger of Allah we, Everything that we can follow him in And one of the scholars mentioned He mentioned before the people In the time of the Sahaba The people used to ask What actions can I do? I, what, action, what more actions can I do? I, is this? Can I do this? Is this from the Sunnah? I, what more actions can I do in terms of righteous actions if I do this action can, would this be would this maybe perhaps weigh on my scales of good he should ask about more well in Asaf and it's sad to say that in the time now people ask what can I get out of like, is this wajib or not is it only sunnah is it only something which is mustahab rather that people asking is it mustahab so I can do it now we find ourselves in the time people ask, is it a So I don't have to do it." So no doubt, we should seek to be from those that adhere to the soul of the Messenger of Allah. It's a blessing that Allah to Allahs us with a purpose, and we know this purpose. Now we live in Dar Kufur You go out and speak to the majority of the people, and you ask ten people, "What's the purpose? What's the purpose of life? What's the purpose of your creation?" And you're due to get ten different answers, because no one knows what they why they're here. They just know they're here and they, they believe they were, just, they were created they just created all of a sudden or they were just here all of a sudden and they just have um, any purpose that they wish any purpose that they feel best for them at that point in time however us as the Muslims from the blessings of Allah upon us is that he created us with a purpose and we know that purpose so upon us to adhere to that purpose first and foremost secondly from the blessings of Allah upon us is that he created us with a purpose and then show and gave us a way, a tariq, a particular path of how to adhere to that purpose. i.e. the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. So upon us is to cling to that. Nam, and cling to the way salatu and cling to the way of the Salaf salih Cling to the athar of the Salaf. As Imam Auza'i mentions Alaykum bi athar al-Salaf. Wa in nas. Upon you is to adhere to the athar adhere to the narrations of the Salaf even if the people reject you because the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Bada Islam gharib wa ghariba kama bada. Fatuba li He Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentions that Islam began as something strange and we return to something strange just as it began so glad tidings to the strangers no doubt when the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam was calling the people to Tawheed and calling the people this affair of worshiping Allah Ta'ala alone is seen as something strange. What was the response of the Mushrikun in the hadith of the Shaykh al Indeed, this is something which is completely foreign or strange. It doesn't now mean that this it was uh, you being a stranger, that you are incorrect. Rather, if you have the source, if you have the uh, ayah, if you have a hadith, if you have the understanding of the salaf of salah, cling on to that. Even if the people reject you. And the Messenger of Allah mentions, Tuba the the glad tidings be to the strangers. And some some translations, this word tuba is a, a particular wadin, in a particular valley in Jannah So some say this it's general glad tidings, glad tidings for the strangers, this word tuba. Whilst others mention tuba is a particular valley in Jannah. I the one that is a stranger here, I duty cling on to the sunnah. In clinging on to the way of the Messenger of Allah glad tidings are this Particular values for him in Jannah So for us is to adhere to that And adhere to this way And so as I mentioned At the beginning The means of doing that is us Gathering together and gathering such as these Gathering such as these Where we seek to Or we seek knowledge of the, of the, of the Asas The basis of our religion The ta'seel of our religion, we seek these, these foundations. Understanding the foundations of our Deen, for indeed, this is what builds communities. This is what builds societies. This is what builds nations. Tawheed. and so that's this is why, inshallah, the intent in the following lectures is to go through the text of Al Kawaid Al Arwa, and uh, the understanding of the found or the principles of shirk. And inshaAllah we hope that it will be of benefit for all of us, inshallah, and weigh upon our skills in the hereafter. As a final point, what I wanted to mention as well, uh, this is more in terms of the manhaj, the, the methodology that I wish to go through these, these texts, is that my intent with this is not just to go through them and just tick them off. So we go through, quite arba, tick off, full after tick it off, whatever the text is. Rather, we want, we want this thing to remain with us. And so what I, mean, what I want to encourage the brothers to do, inshallah, is as we're going through, seek to memorize these texts as well. Now, seek to memorize these texts. As some of the him I used to mention, that the ilm is what you can take into the bathroom with you. I.e. the knowledge is what you can take into the bathroom with you. Meaning that you can't carry books into the bathroom with you. But that which you've memorized, and it's in the that which is in your chest and in your heart, you've memorized it, that, carry, that goes everywhere with you even above so it's a case of we should seek to memorise these texts so that it's something where it benefits us and it's with us on a regular basis so that when we think about these particular principles and these usul we can make istif hard of it very quickly so we can bring it up and recall it very with ease so it's up to the brothers and the sisters likewise how they want to go about it but what I would suggest is that brothers, they come together, even if you make a group or whatever the, the like is or you, you come in pairs and you test each other and then we can maybe have a, a sit down with one another on an occasion and test each other and read to each other and go through these texts as, as we go along. Like I said, it's not something where we just, it's just a uh, you know, an activity on our, Thursday, on our Thursday evenings now something just to do for Thursday evenings Rather, we want this to be something that we hold on to, and we want this to be something that will aid us inshallah, in our, in the in dealing with the affair of the dunya itself, and clinging to Tawheed itself. So, what I would encourage, you know, the brothers, everyone that is uh, present, and likewise the sisters as well, those that are present, to find a way or find a particular means that works for them in memorization and testing with each other in terms of memorization. And if you do, if you're able to memorize. Very quickly, for If it takes you a while to memorize, you know, then la tayas, and do not despair in that regard. But just be consistent. Anything you're consistent with, you find the thamarah, you find the fruits of that and the benefit of that insha'Allah ta'ala. And so that's what I just want to encourage the others, uh, the brothers and the sisters, to do as well. Is that when we're going through these texts to memorize them as well um, and benefit in that regard as well. And Allah ta'ala knows best for dzakumulakhirah. وبارك الله فيكم وصلى الله وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى الاله وسلم